Hi, everybody. Are you with me? Are we live? Miranda, you know when I'm always going live, I feel like I've got messages coming in. Who's with me so far tonight? Oh, my goodness. So we've got some funny stuff happening right now behind the scenes. Miranda sent me a message, technical difficulties. Yeah, a little bit. We're, um, you are doing a live tonight with myself and Elizabeth Taylor, two photographers. And we have been messing behind the scenes with lighting and wardrobe. And so it's very typical of what to expect when you have like lighting kind of perfectionists going on in the forefront. So tell me if you are here with us, if you are excited to see Elizabeth. Um, so, so excited. We have Trans Tuesday tonight. Welcome all of my beautiful people. I'm so excited to have you here. We have the amazing Elizabeth Taylor is in the house, the one and only. Hopefully, I'm not seeing us in our live, but we're live ladies, right? Show me this. Say hi if you're with me. Say, let me know if you're there. <laughs> And Cass, have you shared the link onto my page yet? Not yet. I'm looking to make sure. I'm not seeing it come up on the My Feminine Heart page. Here we go. Okay. Now, now I've got us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Miranda Jones. Yay, we're in. Robin Kunkel says hi. Tracy Ashley says hi. Oh, Tracy, thank you. Thank you, Robin. Beautiful compliments. We've got Donna. Um, Tracy Ashley has been telling me she's never been more excited for this. Um, we've got, oh, so many people here. You two could be in the dark and still be beautiful. Thank you, Miranda. Susan Holtz is with us. Sylvie Isaac, Danny Butler. Yay, thank you, Danny, for letting me know that we're live. Zena Davis, I've never met Zena Davis. Zena, welcome to the show. So for anyone joining us for the first time, if you wanna say hi, comment, because I'm no longer going to read if people are just watching. I just wanna read the people who are commenting who wanna be actively involved. We have a very, very special Trans Tuesday. We have the beautiful and amazing transformative all-in-one, like wardrobe, makeup, photographer, queen diva of them all, Elizabeth Taylor in the house. Hello, Elizabeth. Welcome to Transducing on My Feminine Heart. Hey, Cass. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm here in Tacoma Park, Maryland, right next to Washington, D.C. And I look forward to your questions. <laughs> you look beautiful. So I was telling everybody while you were gone that um, tonight was unique because we've got two photographers and we were messing a lot behind the scenes with like lighting and wardrobe, making tonight perfect for the show. Right, right. Yeah, we had tested out the lighting ahead of time. No hot spots. Came in tonight, hot spots. All that had changed is that I was wearing a black uh, turtleneck instead of whatever color I was wearing last time. Uh, so Cass is like, well, why don't you just throw one of those dresses on over your thing? Just see if uh, your face changes. Sure enough, instantly uh, my face uh, looked normal again instead of all blown out. So I changed into this uh, off-white top instead. Yeah, that's what happens when you take a couple of the, like professional photographers that are used to manually setting everything and you go to Zoom where like all these like automatic and filtery settings and everything are kind of taking over for us. Yeah, so what questions do you have for me today, Cass? Well, Elizabeth, I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you. Um, so, so many people have told us um, since we have been on the air and over the years, um, just how amazing you are. And what I love is that you can take somebody who has never even really dreamt of putting on a dress or a wig or lipstick. And you can, you can take the roughest, toughest cowboy coming in off the street and turn them into like their fantasy women and the investment that you have made. I mean, right now you are sitting in like this masterful closet, this like magical closet that can transport anybody to like their total dream fantasy. Yeah, uh, that's totally the case, Cass. I get a lot of people. So I get people across the uh, trans and cross-dressing communities. A lot of people first time where they've never had a total transformation of any type. You know, they might have not even tried on a piece of women's clothing before or only thought about it. You know, and often uh, they're very limited in the things they can change about their body. Like they're very limited in terms of what they can shave, what they can trim, 
you know, bushy eyebrows, you know, the idea of like shaving even like smooth enough for makeup is a foreign concept. So uh, I do see it all. So I'm a very like linear logistical person. I like to kind of take people through the baby steps. Like if somebody wants to work with you and have like this magical transformative makeover, what's the first step? Like what's the best way to get a hold of you and to say, Elizabeth, I'm not sure, but I want to try something. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I've got a lot of information on my website. It's makeoverswithelizabethtaylor.com. And I've got my full makeover menu there as well. You can click on makeover menu and it brings you to my makeover menu website and all the booking options, the pricing, all of my availability. Um, so a lot of your questions can be answered uh, both from the makeover menu and from uh, my blog uh, on my website. And so after you kind of get a, like a sense of what I recommend, you know, you can either book directly online or if you got more questions, you can email me um, as elizabeth.taylor.makeover at gmail.com. You know, we can have a conversation about what would be the best fit and a progression for you. That's incredible. So right now, where are you sitting? Uh, right now I am sitting, uh, so I have a home-based business and my basement is like 90% of the basement is for my studio. The other little part is the laundry room which I need for my studio because I got a lot of clothes to wash. Um, so I'm sitting in the closet part of my studio. Um, so uh, with the studio, I've got an area for doing makeup and then I've got a huge like wardrobing area and I'm in the main wardrobing area. Um, I've got dresses um, from size six to size four X, uh, shoes from size eight to size 15, wedding gowns from size 10 to three X, um, and then in the next room over, I've got more, I've got the jewelry and purses and uh, separates, you know, tops and jeans and skirts, you know, some costumey type stuff. Um, let's see. And then I also have a dresser where um, I'm going to have corsets and hip pads and butt pads and lots of different breast form sizes and bras. Um, and then, oh, and then over on this other side that you can't see, I've got uh, three bookcases of wigs. Wow. Uh, and then I got a photo studio out there. Yeah. So one, I did finally, like, we were so excited to get started. I did share the link to your page. So right now on the Elizabeth Taylor page, we are live. Let me just go find it. And two, Elizabeth, are, are you able to walk us through, like you're talking about like this off screen and that off screen, can we actually kind of see like what's over there to the left and what's over there to the right? Yep, let me just make sure I've got this other part muted here so that I can, all right, awesome, seeing the comments, yay. Yay, so yeah, absolutely. So I'm just gonna like take this off the tripod. All right, we're going for a ride, everybody. <laughs> yep, yep, and of course it decided to like black out the screen, there we are. All right, so, and I think I can flip this around here. All right, so this is what I was seeing from where I was sitting down. So there is a kitchen in the basement, but this is not really a kitchen. What I call that sink over there is that is the makeup removal station and shaving station. And right here ahead of me, you can see the makeup area. I was doing my makeup there earlier. That's why there's a bit of a mess. I didn't Wait, know I have time to clean up. I was like so excited. Are you plugged in or can we walk? Cause I'm nearsighted. So I feel like I'm like, like going all the way into the screen to see it. All right, hold on, let me pin you, honey. There we go. Okay, so if somebody comes in full beard, they can walk right over to this sink and they can shave. Yep, yep, I asked people to come, you know, already shave, but a lot of people are missing stuff, as I said. So I even have like some shaving foams over here. I've got a um, basket of fresh razors, never been used for people to pick from. I've got clean washcloths over here. I've got a mirror so that people can, uh, you know, check and see how good of a job they've done. Um, and so that's that aspect. And then over here, I've got, this is where I've got all the breast forms and hip pads. Okay, so step one is shaving. Step two is putting on uh, the Well, body. sometimes I'll have them do that after we do the dressing. Usually, so what we'll do is we'll actually come over and we'll have a consultation first. We'll talk about what they're looking for today. Uh, you know, what kind of look they're going for. Because, you know, some people want a really natural look and they want to use just their own body tissue. They don't want any hip pads. They don't want butt pads. They don't want corsets. They don't want even want press forms. And we'll talk about how dramatic of a look they're going for. Beth, can we see into the drawers or is that too much? What's that? 
Can we see like into the drawers, like some of the stash that you have? Like, I'm so impressed that you have this gear for people. All right, so like these are like 42 kind of like C breast forms here. Um, these are like swimsuit breast forms uh, that are foam. So I had a client who uh, had me come out to Vegas with her and we needed these for going swimming. Um, they also work uh, pretty well for dresses where there's no way you can wear a bra with them because they actually tape to the clothing item. You know, size two XLs, you know, lots of different sizes here. Wow. And then I got, I got more in the back and there's more in these other boxes. Um, here, I've got a whole bunch. I'm sure this is hard to see here. But for example, all sorts of different bra sizes to go with the breast forms. Um, and so actually, so measuring tape is one of the critical steps. So after I hear what they're looking for, measuring them. And then I've got a size chart that I fill out uh, where we estimate their sizes. Um, and so, from So somebody doesn't really need to know like what, what bra should I be wearing? You can help them with that. No, yeah, yeah, no, I measure them. And I actually take three measurements for um, the, the bra size. The, let me just show you on me here. Um, so I'll take the overbust measurement, the underbust measurement and the bust line measurement. And from those three, I can figure out what band size and often people need an extender to have something that's gonna fit nicely along the boobs here but then also fit in the back without having uh, the fat overhang on the side. And Cause even if you're super skinny, you can have uh, back fat, side fat, boob fat. Yes. Um, and then it's just a matter of what they want aesthetically of what size breast form we're gonna go, um, you know, in terms of cup size. Wow. Okay. Does so that answer that question? It is. All right, let's take a look at these clothes. And I just wanna thank you again for making this investment. I hope people are realizing how much you have put into this. Like when they're seeing the entire area and the products that you have. I mean, for somebody to be able to come and try on any size breast form, any size dress or shoe, I mean, within reason. And then the varieties in, in each avenue. I mean, it's just, it's my, you're a department store. You know, it's like they are walking into Nordstrom. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of fun. And then it, but it's totally private because it's just the two of us. You know, my wife might be home, uh, but she doesn't come down here and hang out. So we really just have like uh, the space for the two of us. Yeah. And so people are seeing that that's a kitchen down there. That's not your house kitchen. Like your wife's not coming down and making a sandwich. During no, not at all. This is the overflow kitchen for storage. And it's like I said, it's mainly for makeup removal and shaving. Um, so I've got some uh, spa robes here. So, cause some people are more comfy having their makeup done in a spa robe or wearing that while we're getting changed. Or if you're wearing a wedding gown, you can't have your makeup done in a wedding gown. So you have to wear a spa robe, you know, like being pampered on the wedding day type thing. Um, and then clothes here, they're starting off at like size sixes and going up, you know, and I've got the labels up there just so that you can come and I don't know if you can see that that I've got them labeled like the medium and the larges and all that. It is like so shopping in a department store. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, so I'll, what I'll do is I'll show you what the actual size is that are probably in your size or close to your size so that we can pick a range of things uh, that we might wanna try on. Because the first thing you want may not work with everything else we're doing. For example, if we're doing long hip pads that go almost to the knee, you can't, it's hard to do a short dress and have those hip pads not show, you know, unless you're wearing like two or three layers of tights that we may not want to do, especially if you also want to show off your pedicure. So there's just trade-offs that we have to make throughout the process. Uh, now, when somebody comes to you, are they picking like one look in one outfit or do they do multiple outfits for a shoot? Okay. So the most typical package is the three hour total makeover and photo shoot. Uh, so the way that typically is lined up uh, is that we spend about uh, 45 minutes doing like the initial consultation and dressing. Um, and from there, then we go into makeup and that's about 90 minutes for makeup. And then that leaves about 45 minutes for photos and outfit changes. So usually that'll mean like two outfits. If someone is like really super duper speedy and is like, I just really want like four quick poses that I already know how to do, then maybe we can do three outfits in that time, but that's highly unlikely. Some people only do one during that time, um, 
because you know they, they want more photos that uh, you know where we tweak the lighting or they want both standing sitting and on the floor or on the couch uh, type thing uh, but I also have longer packages my packages are time-based rather than outfit based um, so four hour package you know it's more likely that we can do three or four outfits um, you know and I've got five hour five hour six hour packages uh, there's often uh, an outing associated with that where we'll go out for coffee or out to a restaurant uh, something like that and then I've got longer like total immersion type packages so like you know eight hour 10 hour 12 hour where we might go out shopping and out to dinner and when times are better than this out to like a club or out to a lounge like Freddy's wow oh my goodness look at all those wigs yeah, so these are like my favorite wigs generally right through here. Uh, and then I've got a couple, uh, well, a couple more shelves over here. I don't know if you can see those. Yep, perfectly. Oh my goodness, Beth, this is just amazing. I've got so many comments coming in, by the way. Um, oh, oh, I, 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 oh my gosh, I'm scrolling through so many. Um, hold on. Let me catch, catch up. Okay, so, on me here for a sec. <laughs> so Donna and you says, hi, Elizabeth. My first hey, time here. <laughs> um, we've got Miranda Jones. Oh my God, Beth, you look so great. So y'all like Beth just finished a, like what four day ride on your bike yes. from to DC. Oh yeah. 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 So fun. Four days, 310 miles. Uh, from Pittsburgh, uh, we stay to DC, but it's really to Dickerson, Maryland. Uh, incredible. We raised money for combat wounded warriors through a charity called Operation Second Chance. And so many of you all contributed and sponsored me and sent me messages of encouragement, emails as I was going, even though I couldn't respond. I was like, yay, such a cheer up. Oh, that's amazing. And I should mention, Beth, you are a veteran. Thank you so much for your service. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, it's my pleasure and uh, benefits are great. <laughs> Is there any way you have not given back to this country? Oh, wow. Uh, I think that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> no, I just mean like you, you're helping so many people in so many ways. It's, it's amazing. We've got um, Erica Fremont says, hi, Beth. Hi, Erica. Um, Zena Davis says, Beth is amazing. Zena and I went out for dinner at Republic. We had a really good time. And she, Danny, Danny Butler says hi. She says, you both look great. Great for our community and so beautiful. Yeah, Danny and I, have, uh, we've gone back for years, uh, years. It's maybe 2013 or 2014. You know, I've just seen so many changes, you know, from, you know, we both had these like fitness and lifestyle sort of journeys since then. Yeah, you know, and she's gone full time and oh, it's just been incredible seeing uh, how she's changed and, and then become like a transgender advocate and going into Richmond, you know, Virginia, you know, and petitioning for legislative changes. Super cool. Just amazing. Um, so Donna and you said it was her first time here. I guess she meant her first time to Trans Tuesday because she says, Beth did my first makeover ever. Yeah, so Donna and I have had some good times together. Um, we, like one of the cool shoots we did, you know, we did almost like a boudoir style thing. Uh, it was totally fun to just see her come out of her shell and do like these poses. It's, she's like, I've been thinking about this my entire life of posing like this. And we got it. And she looked terrific. Oh my goodness. Um, Miranda Jones just says, wedding dresses. <laughs> Has Miranda done a wedding dress shoot with you yet? Miranda has not done a wedding dress shoot with me. Miranda, uh, it, according to her, is a jeans and t-shirt kind of girl, at least when she came to see me on uh, the first time. So I think Miranda told me she, I could tell a little story. And so the story I wanted to share with Miranda about Miranda. So Miranda, as you know from last time, uh, um, it, you know, is a Marine uh, Corps veteran. She was still active duty when she came to see me. And she emailed, she's like, I'm the most bizarre person you will ever meet. You'll never meet another person like me. She's like, I'm this totally fit buff guy who's doing this ultra macho stuff. And she sent me a Marine picture, you know, a battle rattle. Um, and then, but she's like, but I want to dress, you know, as a woman. And I'm like, all right. And where's the unusual part? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Miranda. 
know. I mean, that's that's our experience, right? When so many people come to us, they think there's no one like me. I'm all alone. And then you step into this world and you're like, oh no, wait, there's a whole sisterhood waiting there for me. Like Miranda steps into your closet. It's like, oh, wait a minute. There's been other, other girls just like me coming into this closet. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've had some good times. We've even gone shopping together. We found her, um, a dress for the Keystone Gala one year, you know, and I found like, this like, I don't know if I've actually worn them outside the house yet, but like these gray, like over the knee suede boots with sparkles all over them. They're ridiculous. Um, but it was totally fun. Oh, wait. So you shop too, when you take the girl shopping, like it's a total girlfriend experience. You're not just like chauffeuring people around. Uh, it depends on the person, right? So some people want me to shop for myself as well. And other people, it's all about them and finding, you know, what they want. Some people just want to do window shopping and it's like girls day out. We're out having coffee. We're out trying stuff on. Um, it really depends on the person. Oh my goodness. That sounds fun. Um, so we've got Lisa Smith. She says, hi niece. What a cool place looks as nice as your old studio. Thank you, auntie. <laughs> so, and yeah, for a lot of people, um, if you're not aware, you have recently moved. So there are some clients who may not have seen this new space of yours. Right, right. Yeah, so I'm in Tacoma Park, Maryland now, just a, a mile from the DC border inside the Beltway, uh, super close to I-95, like um, I'm one exit. Uh, in from the Beltway from I-95 on the north side of the Beltway here in D.C. Uh, so really close now to like Baltimore and Towson's like getting a lot of people from up that way. Uh, but still not terrible, you know, for coming from Virginia, North Carolina uh, and such. Um, Tracy, Tracy Lynn is with us. Tracy Ashley says she cannot wait for her first makeover. And she has been messaging me for like the last 24 hours. She's like, Beth, is my bestie. We talk every day. And I know like Tracy follows my feminine heart. She's out in the Midwest. So y'all must have just connected electronically because I don't know if she's been out here with you yet, but she's like, Beth is my favorite person. I've never been more excited for Trans Tuesday. Yeah. So Tracy, Ashley, and I have been chit-chatting on Facebook. And we actually did one quick like, um, you know, FaceTime type thing you know, this summer because, you know, we both didn't have a whole lot to do with COVID shutting down like because um, her school and work and for me shutting down my work you know I was bike riding and you know doing some um, uh, you know online type stuff but you know I didn't have a ton of stuff going on and so we just connected and we check in and uh, you know just chit chatted so it was fun. Oh my goodness, Beth, you've got so many raves coming in. I mean, I, I'm scrolling and it's the girls are like, best time ever, highly recommend. She made me feel so comfortable. Um, I literally don't think I can read all these in the time that we're in this show. I mean, I'm just, you got some love coming to you, girl. Um, oh, Chloe Webb is with us. Hi, Chloe. She says, hey, Beth, you're the best. For, um, forgot I had electrolysis this evening. I'll have to catch this later. Oh, that's oh, so bummer. <laughs> so Chloe and I have had so many good times together. Um, so Chloe, I think first came to see me in Cabin John, if I remember right. So I've had three locations, Alexandria, Virginia, and then Cabin John, Maryland, now here in Tacoma Park. But, you know, Chloe, uh, we just always had such good times together. You know, we did this really cool photo shoot, you know, showing off like Southern hospitality and like sitting on the porch swing out front and holding off a champagne bottle. Totally fun. And then she's been a part of so many of the outings that I've arranged uh, for my clients who come into town. You know, been one of those people that I could call on to be like, hey, you know, you want to go out to dinner with us? You want to go out to XX Plus with us, which is a women's queer lounge in DC. Super cool when it's open. Um, you know, that thing. So just been one of those really reliable friends that you can always count on. No, oh, I love these stories. I had, um, girls writing me saying, well, I had like, my makeover was with Beth three years ago. So I don't know if she's going to remember, but like, I mean, hearing you, it's like me. I remember really special photo shoots. I remember most of my photo shoots, but like really special ones, they stick with you for years. Like hearing you talk about Years ago, Chloe and I, like on the rock and share with champagne, like you remember those moments. 
Yeah, I can't, you know, I can't remember everything, you know, I'm fallible, uh, but I, I try to remember as much as I can. Yeah, we've got, um, we've got Robin Kunkel is here with us. She says, my makeover was June of 2018. It was an experience I won't forget. Hi, Robin. Yeah, so Robin's been one of the ones to support me um, oh, with uh, Ride Allegheny, you know, and cheering me on and. Oh, um, I love how y'all are so connected even outside of the, the makeup studio. Oh my goodness. And we've got um, Julie Lynn Grask. Hi, Julie. Welcome. She says, hi, ladies. Cassandra and Elizabeth, so beautiful. Um, oh my goodness. Okay, wait. So Miranda's saying her first makeover was almost three years ago to the day. Robin Clement. Hi, Robin. Excess, DuPont Circle, Fun Place, Love Freddy's too. Such a wonderful thing you're doing for the girls. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot of cool venues here. XX Plus is one. Uh, Freddy's is a great place to go out, you know, whether it's with me or just, you know, after a makeover or anytime. So I've got some people that, you know, they don't have time for like an outing in girl mode. And so they'll go to Freddy's and boy mode on a different night during their trip to the area, you know, just so they can soak in the positive vibes. So, I mean, we have so many people talking about these experiences with you in-house and we haven't shown everyone your whole studio yet. Like we still need to go into the photography studio. Um, but what I want to give people an idea of too, is how can they work with you virtually? Because one, like, hello, welcome to Zoom. We're now, and you've been working with people on several different continents over the years. Um, but with COVID, you know, some people may not be able to get to you to travel in or may be comfortable working one-on-one -on -one yet. What are some of the ways that you can help somebody have this experience if they have to be over the computer? Okay, uh, that's a great question. So um, the virtual options, I've been offering virtual options for a long time. Uh, but now I put them front and center in my makeover menu. I have the like most popular options and then I've got the virtual options. Uh, so some of the things that have been really popular have been uh, makeup lessons. Um, so makeup lessons, I've got a part one and a part two. With the part one, we go through like the makeup that you already have. We talk about the look you want to create, what your certain tools do and see kind of how it looks on your face and see, hey, does that Beard cover actually cover your beard. Does that foundation, does it actually match your skin? Are those colors the colors you actually want for your eyeshadow and your lips? And we come up with a list of the things they're missing uh, to get before uh, a part two session. In the part two, I take stuff from my makeup kit that replicates the kind of colors that they're using, but I match my skin tone uh, instead of theirs. Um, and so I will do the makeup on me and they'll copy me on their end. Um, and so this has long been something that people who are on business trips and in hotel rooms that they're able to do while they're on business travel. Um, and, you know, now I've got people doing this from their homes too. Oh, that is such a brilliant idea. Like, hey, you know, what, do, what are you going to do in your hotel when you're traveling and alone at night? How about a private makeup lesson? That sounds right. Fun. Right. Yeah. That's much better than how I usually spend my time traveling when I'm sitting alone, drinking wine, watching old episodes of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah, and um, to piggyback on that, you know, like I had one this summer where we did the makeup lesson, but she booked more time than that. And what we did is we also looked at some of the wardrobe stuff that she had and kind of like picked out like the outfit that would go together out of what she had with her. And then we also worked on feminine deportment. So we set up the camera like, you know, it wasn't quite a tripod type thing, but you know, that general idea and had her walk back and forth along her room just to see how can we work on her gait? How can we work on the feminine sort of arm swing, you know, feminine mannerisms. And then, she, you know, for her, the big thing was she wanted to go out of her hotel room, even though it was just the hallway. She went to go out to the public hallway. She took me out there with her, put the phone on the ground so I could watch her walk up and down the hallway. And that was absolutely exhilarating for her and a huge, huge step. Uh, and it was really awesome to be a part of something like so exciting for her, you know, where normally I would be, you know, you know, not literally arm in arm, but side by side walking down the streets of Tacoma Park, for example, you know, while we did this, but, you know, it felt like I was there in the hotel with her. You know, for so many people who are watching this tonight, the idea of being made over 
and walking out alone of their hotel room is, is mind bending. And to know that they would have somebody like you to do that with them, even if it had to be virtually FaceTime over the phone, um, the experience, the, the life-changing moments you're able to give to people and helping them build their confidence. I mean, there, there's no end to that magic. So, yeah, yeah. Um, confidence building is like the hugest thing, right? And confidence is one of the things that can be most attractive about a woman. So when someone, you know, for example, they, you know, people will be like slouching and looking miserable, you know, but when you have the shoulders, you know, that are up and back and down and you've got that smile on the face and, you know, you got that confidence in your eyes, you know, just so much goes right, you know, and believing in yourself is just such a huge thing because it's so easy to perceive everyone is looking at you and judging you when you go up. But most people, most people are just minding their own business and they care way more about themselves than they care about you. Uh, and once you realize that, you know, there'll be a person here or there who notices, but it's really just not a big deal for the most part if you're staying in generally safe areas. 100% agree. I always tell my clients, nobody's watching you. They are on their phones. Like that's what's happening right now. But um, yeah, it takes a lot of confidence to, to take those first steps. That's, that's amazing. Now, one of the things that I love about what you do is you have, I mean, you can, you go on location, you have these like long excursions, but you can also photograph somebody completely enclosed in a studio if their confidence yes. is, is not there yet to go outside. Can we take a peek inside the studio? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me just turn on a couple lights. I will be right back. So for everybody who's with us, um, if you are joining us for the first time, uh, welcome. This is My Feminine Heart. We meet every Tuesday night, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard on the My Feminine Heart Facebook page. And we are an online show that uh, supports the trans woman community. Um, right now, our membership is closed, but if anyone would like to sign up and join our membership, you can um, visit myfeminineheart.com for more details, or you can email me at info at cassandrastorm.com to sign up for our wait list, which will be reopening in 2021. All right, looks like we've got Beth back with us. All right, so we were just in the wardrobing area to give you a sense of perspective. Let me just set, see if I can step back another foot so you can just see where I was at. So I got the close here and then I've got the door out to my photo studio here. So when we bought this house, this was a screened in porch and we changed it into a finished room. And that's why it has very few windows so that I can see the lighting kind of shapes that are made, the shadows and all that. And then I'm loving the, the backyard. Okay the exposed brick oh my goodness yeah. oh wait Elizabeth and i've got a again. couch over here what's that i'll stop talking so the camera's on you yep keep talking oh yep so um i've got a fainting couch here uh and we'll move that around to different spots or we'll move lights to be on that here um my last couple of clients have been like oh i like to look at the floor and that light gray wall, let's photograph with that instead of using the white background. Um, I do have the white seamless background up here in the ceiling, uh, which is, yeah, that's great for me, you know, uh, be able to hide it away when we're not using it. Um, yep, and I've got strobe lights here, you know, so we can really dial in the light, you know, and I'm sure Cassandra could also tell you that you know, light makes such a huge difference in the way someone photographs. So for example, like I've got this big softbox right here, you know, with a grid on it. And this big softbox makes really soft, diffuse light that makes you look younger. It makes wrinkles look softer. Age lines go away. Uh, right here, I've got a light up a little bit higher. And so the idea there is to put shadows in the right places. Let me just change this around the other way onto me, put shadows in the right places so that, you know, if you got a bigger chin down here that we're hiding that, we're hiding a bigger neck. You know, if we need to change my angle as a photographer, so I'm higher than you to hide that, we can do that. You know, if you changing your posing to change that, um, you know, and then, you know, lights back here, you know, so you see how this one is shining on me. 
a little bit here and grabbing my hair, you know, it'll look different if it's actually photographed because these are just modeling lights, you know, and then I've got a total like rim light over here uh, to light the side of the body um, and a little bit of the background. You know, to just help separate the person from the background and make, uh, make them pop. Yeah, so for anybody who's watching this, you know, people have a tendency to think, and I, I'm sure you hear this all the time, oh, you can just Photoshop it. But if you, if you think about photography has been around for more than a century and Photoshop and all that post-production software is so new to the art form. So what Elizabeth is talking about when she's talking about transforming people with lighting, that's what's been happening with real photography artists for decades. Like think of the old Hollywood starlets that's what she's creating in her studio. And it's so much more genuine. It looks so much better when it's done right in the beginning versus the Photoshop and the filters afterwards. And the fact that you know how to do this and that you can provide this for somebody, you know, when people come to you, it's an investment. Um, I know you're in DC and you have a huge realm of people that, that can drive in, but I know you also have people that travel in from pretty far and they're investing in their time, their travel to be with you, and that you have this beautifully lit studio and you know what you're doing with the lighting, which is big. Um, you know, you're not just somebody who grabbed a camera and learned on YouTube, you're an educated professional photographer, and that you can provide this Hollywood experience for somebody rain or shine, winter or summer, like whatever the time of day or season, you can make these transformations and you can do it in, in total privacy if that's what they're needing. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so you mentioned um, educated in photography. So actually use my, and you mentioned veteran earlier. So I used my post 9-11 GI Bill to go back to school and photography was one of the options at Northern Virginia Community College. I had already started this business and that was the option that I thought could most help me serve my clients better is photography. So that's how I went and studied for my two-year program in photography. There's a photography program associate of applied science that's designed to go directly to work in the photography field rather than being simply like an abstract kind of study where you have to go apprentice under someone first. Um, and studio lighting is one of my absolute favorite things. So I love using my light meter and measuring the quantity of light and using the principles of physics and positioning the light so people can still move around a little bit, you know, but still look soft. Um, it's just really, really fun. And I think that's what you bring to it so well because photography is one of those few art forms that's really a science and an art. And you have a background in science too, right? Right, right. So my undergraduate degree is in chemistry and mathematics. And then, and then I taught nuclear power in the Navy. Um, that's how I got into the Navy. And then I've got a master's of science in human systems integration, which is, a is a very touchy feely compared to chemistry and mathematics. Um, but I don't know that you want to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, I feel like we could do so many shows just about you. And actually, so one of the things that I'd like to ask is, um, you know, I've, I've, I've shared with you that we do a lot of our Trans Tuesdays are free to the public so that everyone can enjoy this experience with you tonight. But sometimes about once a month or so, we have a private Trans Tuesday just for our members. And I was wondering if you would be willing to come back on and do maybe like a private makeover lesson for our club members. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So there's a couple of ideas I've got for that, you know, one, you know, a lot of times people, you know, only do like really dramatic looks, but then don't have like this, like daytime kind of go-to look that they can put together in 20 or 30 minutes and be out the door and look, um, you know, very like blended in for daytime. So that's one option I have. The other option I was thinking of is how to do like a really perfect uh, smoky eye and get one of the key parts for where to blend so that you can get it without having like that gray go all the way up to your eyebrow and having to like take stuff off. So, you know, I've got kind of like a procedure I developed. I'm totally into procedures from my time uh, at Nuke School, you know, engineering, everything is a procedure. Um, and I've got them all written out in procedure step-by-step step too, but seeing it is really, really cool. I love both options because a lot of what I experience in the community, and that's why I wanted to ask you about outfit changes in your photo shoots. Like, you know, when you go to a conference, some of the girls, that's their only chance to dress. 
And so they will do like six outfits in a day. Um, and sometimes what I see with makeup is it'll be during the day, but they're like, well, I never get to wear makeup. So I want to wear everything like really dramatic eyes and dramatic lips and dramatic cheeks and dramatic outfit and dramatic earrings. And it's, that's too much drama. Right. Um, and I never see enough like really beautifully crafted natural looks. And for me, I always have people come up to me and they'll say, oh, I love like Kimberly, Kimberly Moore's look, or I love this girl's look. And like the people they point out are people who do generally more natural makeup, but then they themselves will be in way more dramatic makeup. Um, and I think like the, the true crafters of, of makeup artists, they can make somebody look totally stunning and almost make it look like they're wearing like no makeup at all. Like they just wake up out of bed and just have this natural beauty. Right, right. Uh, and I think one of the challenges with a natural look is how do you do a natural look when you still have all this beard shadow to cover? Because uh, that's the thing that really is limiting because some people try to use like the lighter products, you know, uh, you know, women who don't have any beard shadow and that's just a recipe that's not going to work. So we still have to use some of the like, you know, heavier products like a beard cover and foundation, but then it's a much lighter touch for everything else. Yeah. Like right now, I don't know how much makeup you're wearing, but you don't look like you're wearing makeup and you look like you're about to just go catch a wave. I mean, other than like the turtleneck and long sleeves, I feel like you've got this beachy look going on. I love it. Yay. Thank you. So I actually did my makeup tonight. It's been months since I've had an occasion to do makeup, you know, since my last makeup lesson, uh, a virtual makeup lesson. Um, but I can tell you what I'm wearing tonight if you want, um, you know, just to, to show you what the natural kind of look is. So I did moisturizer, foundation primer, and the foundation primer, I used one with extra moisturizing in it because it is fall and it is getting drier out in the air and uh, my skin runs between dry and normal to start with. Uh, from there, I put on foundation and W25 from Mac in the Pro Longwear waterproof uh, line. And then once I put on foundation, because I had some like redness, a little bit of redness, because my skin just runs a little bit red. Once I did that, I knew I needed to bring some color back into my face. So I used two setting powders uh, from Mac, one that's about my skin color and one that's a couple shades darker uh, to contour my face. So I used bronze around the edges of my face right under here, the edges of my nose. And then I use the lighter powder uh, everywhere else that matched my skin tone to set the foundation and give that kind of dimension. Then I blended it, I added blush. And then I did something that I've never done before because you know, oh, what's the perfect time to experiment? But I'm going on Zoom live. Uh, so I actually, um, and I don't normally do it this way. I normally use like eye primer, do a detailed eye look, but I didn't have time or desire to do a detailed eye look tonight. Uh, so I just threw some foundation on, um, and then I put my light color and my darker color of those powders on my eyes. So I use my light plus color here and here, and then I used the, I think it was medium dark color right here in the crease. Um, and then I added mascara because I find that gives a really full look. And then my brows just would not behave today. I used brow powder in them, and those like, oh my goodness, they look so bushy and huge. And it's like, ah, let me use foundation to try to trim that back. Let me brush it out. Uh, you know, it's like, I'm gonna have to get Q-tips to get this out, uh, but, but it was okay. It was okay. Um, and then for lips. So one of the things with lips is I've been um, using a little bit different product lately because we all have to wear masks so much. Um, and so a lot of traditional lipsticks are gonna get on the mask um, and gonna transfer. And if it transfers to the mask, that means it can transfer back to your face. So I actually, uh, during the um, early days of the pandemic, I got in a couple of lip stains and I'm actually wearing a lip stain tonight and those worked. Um, so the cool thing with lip, so lip stain, there's always a concern, it's called stain, so you can't remove it so you can get caught. But no, this comes off with eye makeup remover, it's great. And, but then it doesn't come off onto my water bottle, onto a wine glass. You know, it eventually will wear off um, over time, but it stays pretty well. Um, you know, so I can kiss the back of my hand and nothing's going to come off. Um, so I've got six or eight of those colors. And so I've been doing that and I don't have any lip liner on just that, um, uh, lip stain. No, I, I love it. You look amazing. And it's the comments that are coming in. Literally one of them is, um, Robin Kunkel is like, Beth, your skin is flawless. 
And number one, it is. But number two, if y'all listen to what she said, like I do the same thing with my, like just my personal makeup. I don't put makeup on other people, but like there's several layers of like moisturizer and sunblock and primer and foundation before I even put my first powder on. So, you know, if you're out there and you have troubled skin and you've got like a shaded beard, like you can have a natural look, like Beth can help you with that. Um, you would be surprised how heavy the makeup can be and still look natural. Absolutely. Absolutely. And people usually say that they're surprised at how not heavy the makeup feels, even though they know I put so many layers on them, uh, which is really, really cool. Well, I think that's like the quality of the cosmetics that you're using too. Um, probably so. I haven't tried, you know, with, you know, actually, yes, I have to use less with this than I have with some other brands. Um, I don't use as many layers because I get a lot better coverage with Mac. Yeah, no, that's, that's amazing. Um, so, and you're also talking about, so, so everybody that is a club member for next week, we'll have Beth on to do a private makeup lesson. Do you want to learn to do a natural look with her, like a virtual makeup lesson or, um, the smoky eye? And so what's the benefit of the smoky eye? Uh, so the smoky, so the smoky eye is the most common glamorous look I have requested here in my studio. So people are like, either I want a daytime look where I can go out and blend in, or they're like, I want an evening look uh, where I can go out you know, to dinner or out to a club. And for most people, that's a smoky eye. So a smoky eye can just make you feel completely transformed. I feel completely transformed when I wear a smoky eye. I just, I feel glamorous. I carry myself differently. You know, this, this is like sexiness and flirtatiousness and this movement in the hips and the body that just come with a smoky eye because I just feel so intense and hot. And that feeling of, uh, you know, hotness, I think drives a lot of us, you know. Um, but then at the same time, a smoky eye, there's so many places where it's easy to mess up and make a big mess and where you got to take that makeup wipe and clean off some of it. And sometimes I see people clean off all of them. I'm like, no, 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 you can, you don't have to clean up all of it. Let me show you which part to clean off and what to reapply if you do have to clean off some of it. So I think, you know, knowing where to blend uh, the eyeshadows and picking out the right colors for a smoky eye that go together, you know, absolutely key for making this. And then with a smoky eye, you can still have layers of intensity to that with depending on how much eyeliner and where that eyeliner is located. Yeah, I actually, I'm going to be voting for the smoky eye because I feel like I've never really done it well for myself. Like there's times when I try to do like the sexy eye look and I'm so used to doing my foundation first when I do my natural makeup and then I'll put the smoky eye on and I've got like black powder going down my face and then I'm rubbing it off. And then I just like sit and cry and I'm like a mess with it. So I actually really want to learn how to do this like a professional makeup artist for myself. Yeah. So for me with the smoky, that, and that's really cool. So, um, for me with the smoky, I, I always like to do the eyes first before I do the rest of the face, unless the eyeshadows basically are similar to skin tone. So like today, I absolutely did not do my silly eyes, you know, with my bronzer <laughs> powder first. I didn't need to, if it falls out, it blends in with my skin tone, but smoky eye colors do not blend in with skin tone. So the key is to have your makeup wipes ready to go, uh, to clean up the mess underneath your eyes. And then go back and do your moisturizers and primers and um, foundation afterwards. Um, and I do have another trick I can show you if you put your foundation on and you're like, oh my God, now I need a smoky eye. So I can show you what you can buy on Amazon to help with that. <laughs> so I've got Danny Butler um, just commented happy meal. And so I think that's off of um, last night, I asked the girls to vote for what they want to see as a private studio tour for me and Lindsay at the end of the month. And for me, I put this like poll out and I was like, well, do you want to see like A, B or C? And some of the girls were like, we want to see all of it. And I said, okay, I'll do a combo. And they said happy meal. But here's the thing, Danny, I don't think that we can get both makeover lessons in one with Beth, like, like the, a smoky eye or like the natural looks gonna take the whole time. But if we beg and she has a really good time with us on Zoom next week, maybe we can get her to come back again and teach us whichever one doesn't win for next week. I don't know, but like I, I told you Beth, like once you come on the show, like we never let you leave. We just keep having reasons for you to come back again and again and again. 
Well, all good. You know, I love having like the crowd interaction and feed off of that energy. Um, and that fact, that's one of the things I like most about my job is making people happy and their happiness and energy and excitement. You know, I feed off of that and make that makes me happy and energetic and excited. Um, you know, delivering happiness, you know, that's, that's where it is. Yeah. I love it. I love what you bring to the table. Um, and when we chatted before you came on today, I have to say, so Beth, um, has had watched some trans Tuesdays and she cracked me up. I, I need to like clear for the air. Apparently I said something about dressing like I was Amish earlier. I am not Amish. <laughs> I do live near Amish country. I'm in York, Pennsylvania, near Lancaster, like one of the biggest Amish communities in the US. Um, but one of the things that I, I love to talk about on this show is so many of our watchers, you know, so many members of our sisterhood, you know, they obviously talk about how they weren't raised and taught how to dress and wear makeup and do hair and et cetera. By their mothers or older sisters. And I like to put out there, I think one of the reasons that I connect with this community and that I love doing this so much is I was an awkward kid. Um, I didn't have a big sister and um, my mother, oh, mom, if you're watching, she's one of my club members. I love you so much. Um, she struggled helping me dress because I developed really young compared to my class. And I had all my classmates who were girls they got to dress in like the really slender clothing and I had boobs and my mom didn't know what to do with a 10 year old with boobs. And like, you know, I was well out of the eighties at that point and she was still trying to put me in like shoulder pads and blazers. And I looked like Melanie Griffith and working girl well into the nineties. And so there were times when I was like, um, I had like a stepmother who would put me in Amish style dresses, like these conservative dresses with flowers. Um, it just, it, fashion for me up until I want to say age 30 was just a disaster. <laughs> like, well, maybe 20, I might be like disingenuous at that point, but like all growing up, it was, it was not an easy thing. I had to figure out clothes. I had to figure out hair and makeup. I don't know. Like, you know, I think Elizabeth, it was kind of similar for you. I don't know if it was as bad. Um, but were you, were you raised knowing how to do this? Um, so that's a great question, Cass. And we talked about this a little bit in preparing for this. So I was actually dressed very similar to how Cass was talking with the big shoulder pads. So my dresses were homemade. They went down to my lower mid calf between my mid calf and my ankle. And I was required to wear those with suntan hosiery to church on Sundays and pumps that were, I think a full size too big. There's this huge gap in the back because my mom didn't want the shoes to be too tight. And so instead they're falling off my feet. Uh, oh, and they were white too, which I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was not very fun. Um, yeah. I had a relative mom, who made my mom and I matching mother-daughter windsuits and like outfits with the shoulder pads and everything. We had the matching homemade outfits. It was uh, sweet. Yeah, we had, we had different material, but we had the same pattern dress that we both wore to church. And I will never forget this little kid, like fifth grader uh, thought that my mother and I were twins. How mortifying is it for a seventh grader to think that her mother is her twin, you know? <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, I'm like 12 years old, a twin with someone who is 36. Oh, what? <laughs> So if anybody is out there thinking they could never achieve these looks, they could never have this beach babe glow that Elizabeth Taylor has, um, they could never figure out how to dress or do their hair or makeup or just kind of feel confident in themselves, I was not raised feeling confident in my body. And that was nothing from my parents or anything like that. That was just me. I was not ever confident in my body until my 20s. Um, and I definitely like, this is, this is something you can learn at any age. Like it's, you are never too old and it's never too late. Yeah. Yeah. My mom was, you know, she wasn't of any help really with like hair or uh, makeup either. So my, uh, my family grew up really, really conservative and they weren't, even, my mother wasn't even allowed to wear makeup. I wore makeup in my life before she wore makeup. And then I taught her. And so I actually had a friend when I was in eighth grade. So I didn't think I'd ever be allowed to wear makeup. And I went and we had a slumber party with the two of us. She did my makeup and she cut my bangs uh, at her house. And then I came back and then I was allowed to wear makeup and I got to go shop at the Payless drugstore for makeup and get my physician's formula 
eyeshadow, my Maybelline uh, mascara, my Wet n Wild lipstick. Uh, and of course, I remember it very, very detailed. I wore that same eyeshadow all through high school, but it was very conservative. You know, it's actually not that dissimilar from what I'm wearing right now. Um, yeah, so that was a really transformative experience, you know, and I don't know if Cheryl DeLuca is watching right now, uh, but if she is, uh, thank you, Cheryl, uh, for teaching me about makeup back when I was 13. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Cheryl. Look who you taught who's now teaching the world. There yep. you go. Yep. And she still loves makeup and wears MAC all the time. That's awesome. That's awesome. So for the world, it is never too late. Um, and I, I got to like say one more thing because I just think you're amazing. And, you know, we'll, literally we have comments coming in who, that are appropriately referring to you and a, as a Renaissance woman, which you are. Um, but I want to point out one thing that we haven't shared yet is, you know, your wine. <laughs> like, uh, yes, yes. I, I've studied wine professionally. I've taken exams and I've passed them. So I'm technically a level one sommelier the Court of Master Sommeliers and a certified specialist of wine through the Society of Wine Educators. And I've designed lots of my vacations around, um, well, drinking wine, but also driving through the actual terrain, you know, and getting a sense of the terroir, the sense of the space, the sense of the people in these different wine growing regions. You know, my wife and I've gone to the Willamette Valley you know, several times, you know, so we've gone to taste the effects of the Van Duser corridor and the cool fog that comes through, you know, and in that area is the old Amity Hills area of the Willamette uh, Valley. And we've driven like this whole like triangle uh, through the Columbia Gorge, absolutely stunning, stopped at a winery there, up to the Tri-Cities area. There's nothing really in the Tri-Cities other than wine, tasting in Red Mountain, tasting in Walla Walla, and tasting in Yakima on the way back to Seattle. Just incredible combining together this idea of land and people and wine and weather and climate. I just love it. Yeah. I like of all the things that you do, I don't know why this is what blows me away this like the most. But I swear if you've ever seen anybody the um there's a documentary called Some. I've never seen people more stressed out for a test. Like, you know, of my friends who are medical doctors and who have passed the bar exam, like watching that documentary of people trying to figure out from a glass of wine, the earth and, you know, the manure and the fertilizers and the part of the world that it was from, from like smelling the wine, um, it just blows me away. So yes. I think we can fairly call you a full Renaissance woman. And at some point, I'm going to convince you to come back on the show again and give us a wine lesson because I am dying to learn wine from somebody who like really knows what they're talking about. Uh, that could be a lot of fun. We would just have to narrow the topic down a little bit from that. Yeah, because you've done wine education, right? Yeah, yeah. So I actually had, so before I opened my makeover business, I was actually doing a wine education business uh, you know, targeting it like at small dinner parties, homeowners association kind of events, uh, that type of thing. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, but I actually, this business took off and this was more fun than doing the wine education business and, you know, easier on my body of all the crazy things. Cause you know, what you don't realize about the wine industry is wine industry. Wine is heavy and every box of wine is 40 pounds. You got to move 40 pound boxes around and along with dozens of boxes of wine glasses. It's a lot of work. Yeah. A little heavier than a makeup brush, probably. Exactly. <laughs> is, exactly. Um, all right. So Beth, I'm going to like read you some more comments because I'm telling you the love just it won't stop coming in. Um, so back when you referenced uh, Robin supporting you with your bike rides, she says it is my pleasure to help out. Beth, when is your next bike ride? I mean, I know you just did this huge one, but like, when are you on the bike again? Um, actually, so if you mean after my four-day ride, that was this morning. Mm -hmm. Oh, and tomorrow, tomorrow, I hit 7,000 miles year to date. I'm at 6,998 miles today, according to Strava. Congratulations. High five, everybody. Let's high five yep. Beth over the computer. That's awesome. Or send little, send the likes, send the Facebook likes. Yep. And I'm doing a ride out Anglers Hill tomorrow, taking Thursday off of riding. And then I've got a McLean Hill ride uh, for Friday. Not sure what I'm going to do Sunday. 
Monday, I'm going for a gravel ride, the first and second loop of the Loudon 1725 gravel grinder with a friend. It's going to be based out of Bluemont, uh, Virginia. And then I'm doing the Rafa 100 route that following Friday. And my next like big organized event is October 25th with the actual Loudon 1725 gravel grinder. Their permits came in last week. And I am so excited to get a, uh, you know, plan for another big event. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Let, us training plans? <laughs> yeah. Let us know next time you need like donations that you're raising money and you need some support because we'll all throw support your way. Awesome. Awesome. So that's going to be with Ride Allegheny. I try to just do one fundraising ride per year. And that is the first week of October uh, every year. And I think we start fundraising usually in the spring because we get a sign up January 1st. And it's limited to uh, 150 riders. Uh, so if you're thinking about signing up, you know, sign up early, you know, or talk to me if you've got questions about wanting to do the ride. It's a four-day ride, uh, the Gap, a Great Allegheny Passage and the Sino Canal. You know, it's flat to up to like a 2% grade and a really amazing test of endurance you know, and going for a really good cause of supporting our combat wounded warriors uh, through top-rated charity Operation Second Chance. That's awesome. All right, so if somebody wants to follow you, you don't have a separate page for your writing and your makeup and your personal stuff on Facebook, everything like they just need to be your friend on Facebook to see it all. Right. Um, actually. So on my Facebook personal page, I actually have the follow option on there. So people don't have to be my friend to see all of my public posts. And the majority of my posts um, are public so that I can uh, reach that entire audience without having, because Facebook has a limit on the number of friends, but it doesn't have a limit on the number of followers. That's um, awesome. All right. So everybody follow Elizabeth Taylor, find yeah. her on Facebook. You can't miss her. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you can read here, read about all of it, you know, connect with, you know, the whole person. All right. So reading some more, Donna said she had three great shoots with you. And the second one was the best. Tracy Lynn says her makeover with you was five years ago this February. And you met almost six years ago. I love these memories going back so far, showing how long you've been doing this. Um, Zena Davis said, in the studio, I was saying I didn't know how to pose. I sat down casually, my knees together a bit. And Beth said, that's it. That's your pose. Now, yeah. So actually, so I remember the way she did that specifically was you know, very similar to the pose that's called pigeon toe. Like when people are standing of the toes are just pointed a little bit and it was this perfect, like casual girl next door look. And it conveniently, she was wearing jeans and a sweater, which is a girl next door kind of look. So it turned perfectly with her overall persona. And what I see from the day to day was Zena's posting is this is her, who she is all the time. And Zena, I just love the hair extensions that you got. Those are just gorgeous. And you look so, so happy. Oh, wait. All right, kids. Zena, send me a photo. I want to see these hair extensions. Yeah, she just um, went like, it was like maybe a week or 10 days ago and got them and posted them on Facebook. I love how well you know your clients and your followers. Like it just, it comes up that fast and you know what's going on in their life, the changes they're making in their appearance. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So people change so much, right? You know, so there's some people who stay about the same year after year, but that's kind of the exception. It feels like to me, so people evolve in their understanding of themselves and their presentation in the world. And they go from thinking, oh, well, I'm just a crossdresser. I can be happy just doing this a little bit of the time. And as they get to know, they're like, well, no, I really need a social interaction or I really, you know, I need to be me, this other side a lot more. And then this side is me and I need to be this way all the time. It's just a fascinating progression. And it's, uh, you know, I'm so honored to be a part of that. Oh my gosh, you're going to have to check out all these comments and anybody watching, visit our Facebook page so you can see them all. Um, there's so much coming in. We are getting some votes for the smoky eye. Um, so Erica Fremont is calling for that. Um, yeah, Zena says she's from Mennonite territory too. Yeah, we, we get that girl. Um, so, I mean, oh my goodness. And you know, Miranda, who was our uh, September sister of the month, you know, she just, she cried talking about her experience with you. And that's one of the reasons I really wanted to have you, you on. I've been wanting to have you on, but especially now following Miranda's interview, because she's like, you know, she hadn't even realized she was a trans woman. And then Kim Morris is like, you need to go try a makeover. And she recommended you and, and Miranda goes to you. And she literally can't talk about 
the experience without crying. And it wasn't like you put her, you didn't put her in a wedding dress. You helped her be the best, most authentic feminine part of her. Like she was still in jeans. She had short hair. She had like a sporty kind of casual look, but glammed and gorgeous. But, you know, it wasn't somebody else. It wasn't like, oh, well, you want to be a a woman. So I'm just going to put you in a dress. Like you helped her find who she was on the inside. Yeah. And that's one of the really cool things is there's just a whole range of experiences and helping. uh, I like to meet people where they are and help them fulfill with what they are now, you know, and that can change over time, you know, and I can work with them over time to help them with that evolution. Well, Beth, thank you so much for coming on tonight. I cannot thank you enough for your time and for letting us see inside your studio. I'm so excited to have you on next week for a makeover lesson for our club members. But for everybody tonight, do you have any last thoughts or anything that you want to share? Oh, for me. Uh, sorry, I was thinking you were asking the, the Facebook audience there. Um, yeah, because I can't see any of the comments because, you know, I'm, I've got it on the Zoom here. Uh, so last comments, you know, um, I really want to thank Cass for having me on and it's really good to finally get like an hour of like Cass's time, just talk one-on-one because we see each other all the time at these conferences and we're so, so slammed with work. There's no time for like socializing. So it's been really great to get to know Cass a little bit better. Really appreciate the opportunity and, you know, so good to see, um, all of you on Facebook and I can't wait to go read the comments. Oh, well, thank you so much. And yeah, same. I mean, it's, I have like a, a work mode when I'm in work mode, I'm, I, I just go, go, go. And so, you know, all the years I've been working in the community, I've never been able to connect with so many of our community members. Like I have with my feminine heart, like being able to do this every Tuesday night has, um, has given me a chance to like slow down and chat and get to know uh, you know, the sisters that are out there so much more than the brief time that I would spend with them on the other side of the camera. So, you know, that, and this is an experience that you've had for years with people where you could take them shopping into dinner and coffee. Um, and for me, there's so much of that, that where I may have had that with a few people, but there's so many others I haven't had that experience yeah. with. And I'm excited to like with you, all those years of passing you back and forth in the hallway while we're both working, we finally get to sit and chat. Yes, yes. And that's been really amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited for all the extra time that we're going to have together. I will let you go because it is well after nine. Um, And we already have some sisters checking out, but I want to leave you with one last comment. It's from Tracy Ashley. um, And she says, I don't know where I would be without the both of you. I've grown so much in the last six months since I accepted myself. There you go. Oh, that really sums it up. It does. It does. Tracy, thank you so much. Thank you to all our listeners for joining us. We're so excited that you were here. Please visit us every week. Follow us on Facebook. Follow Elizabeth on Facebook. Um, we're so excited. If you want to see her come back on Trans Tuesday and hang out with everybody for maybe another makeup lesson or wine or whatever, put that in the comments. Because like I said, once we kind of pull you in to the My Feminine Heart family, like we never let you go. <laughs> we want to give uh, her well, more. I look forward to the journey. Yeah, me too. Well, good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, Beth. Good night, everybody. Love you. Good night, everyone. Thank you. And we will see you next week. All right. Sounds good. Bye, everyone.